Hi, it's Jason Waters and welcome to my Mortgage Minute. With us today, we have one of my favorite realtors, Martina Negron. Welcome, how are you? Hi, Jason, I'm well, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on today. My pleasure. It's a pleasure seeing you. I haven't seen you as much lately since we're now, you know, see everybody on video conference, but I'm sure we will soon. So um, talk a little bit about yourself first in terms of your business and um, how long you've been in it and so forth. Sure. So um, I've, I'm with Harry Norman Realtors, just, you know, across the street from you pretty much on Whitlock mm -hmm. Avenue. And I've been a realtor for a little over four years. Uh, prior to being a realtor, I was in chemical sales. So I've always been in a sales position my entire working career, it feels like. Um, however, selling real estate, of course, is, is not strictly sales. It's a lot more personal and relational, which is what drew me to real estate to begin with. And it's been a great fit for me. And I've been loving every minute to, for four years. <laughs> awesome. So you're, you said chemical sales? Agricultural chemical sales. So I was working with farmers. <laughs> so, you know, I, I kind of relate to that. I used to be a commercial banker before I was a mortgage banker. And I worked with companies and it was, you know, I mean, whatever works for their business or what their needs were, like you were with farms. But I love this side of the business because I like the, uh, I mean, there's certainly, there's sometimes more emotion involved, which is not always the best thing. But like, it's, it's just fun when you get to help someone buy their first home or, you know, get, buy a house that becomes their home. So it's, it's, that's what I like about it. Yeah. It's a lot more personal. Um, and I've made some great friendships from working with people who, from clients to friends. So yeah. it's awesome. Love it. All right. So we'll dive right in. Okay. So let's, let's like start with like realtor 101, if you don't mind. Sure. So, um, I work with a lot of you and I both have worked with the first time home buyers or worked with some, some of them together. So some people, if you go down to the basics and, you, and you, we forget that there's a whole generation, they're just growing up, they're just becoming adults, becoming adults in an odd time right now, for sure. But um, they don't even know, hey, how do I get a realtor? What does a realtor do? What does a lender do? Do I go to Costco to get my lender? I, I mean, how does that work? So, so let's start with 101. What, what does a realtor do? Okay, so if I were to explain this 101 to someone who's never bought a home, who's never worked with a realtor and didn't know a realtor, um, you know, socially, I would say, number one, you know, a realtor is, is, think of it as a trusted advisor, just like you would have a financial advisor, you know, you have your doctor and you have your specialist and, um, you know, your lender, your banker. Um, so all these people in your life that help you make life decisions, right? So a realtor is, is that kind of person as well, a trusted advisor. Uh, I think people sometimes see us as just door openers, you know, or someone to show a home or, you know, write a contract. But the reality is it's, it's, it can be so much more. And if you really interview and find the right realtor for you, um, lean into them and trust, you know, trust their expertise, their knowledge, that's what they're there for. This is someone who, if they're doing it full time, is, um, you know, selling homes every single day. Whereas the average person, you know, buys and sells a home one, one every every seven years. Right. So you're you're really leaning into your realtor for their experience, their knowledge, and their everyday, you know, their everyday working knowledge. So. 
that's in a nutshell. <laughs> no, I think it's a good explanation. I mean, and literally I've heard people say what you just said. I mean, they're just going to put a contract together for me. I could put a contract together. But, well, that's not really how it works. You know, um, uh, there's so many, especially if you're selling a home in terms of where do I price it? What do I need to do? Like all that. And then representation as a buyer. I see people come in and try to represent themselves and or have dual agency. And it's just, I don't think it's a great idea. So yeah, that was a great explanation. Well, and I mean, this is maybe not a great analogy, but you know, if you, if you needed to use a lawyer, uh, let's say a divorce lawyer, you know, would you want your divorce lawyer representing both you and your <laughs> ex? I don't well, think so. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's a great analogy. So, okay. So you work mostly, what's your area you're focused on? You so I, yeah, I mostly focus on Cherokee County, Woodstock, yeah. Canton, Ackworth areas, and of course, parts of Cobb, West Cobb, East Cobb, um, cause I grew up in East Cobb, but I live in Woodstock now. So that's my wheelhouse. So what are you seeing in the market? Okay. So, you know, <laughs> like in the, the headlines say, you know, low, low inventory, a multiple offer situation, home prices being pushed up because of this shortage of affordable hope housing, I should say. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, I was just looking at some stats, which is something, you know, I try to stay on top of market trends, um, by looking at statistics and I was just looking for Cherokee County and it was, um, for this quarter, uh, the average number of homes for sale is down 38% from last year. So talk about already having a shortage of homes. It's, it's really tight. And then total number of homes sold is up 12% from last year. So home sales are up, but available homes are down. So that really puts a crunch on, um, for buyers especially. And we're down to 1.3 months of inventory where six months would be a balanced market. So it's very much a seller's market. <laughs> so 1.3 means if no other homes, so everyone not watching um, can understand it. 1.3 months of inventory, Is it, did you say 1.3? Yes, 1.3 months of inventory means that if no other new homes were to come on the market, it would only take 1.3 months for all the existing inventory to sell. Amazing. And they're probably not coming on the market as fast as they need to in order to even go. I don't know that, but I'm just guessing. Yeah, they're, they're really not. Like like the, the stats are showing a uh, number of new listings is down 38% from last year. Wow. All right, so if you're a buyer and this is a seller's market, based on everything you said, it's low inventory, high demand, low supply. That sounds like a seller's market. Would you define it that way? Yeah, very much. Okay, so what do you do as a buyer to get the home you want? So you have to be, so one of the first meaningful conversations I have with buyers is to talk about their goals. We have to know what is the goal. If the goal is to kind of see what's out there, I mean, it's going to be disappointing because the homes are selling so quickly, sometimes in less than 24 hours. So you have to be extremely prepared, have all your uh, ducks in a row, starting with a pre-approval from, you know, you, Jason, would be preferable. <laughs> um, getting that pre-approval is key because if you go out there and you see something, you may not have a day or two to think about it or then go back and try to get a pre-approval. You've got to be ready to go ahead and, Pull that trigger, have the pre-approval ready, um, 
and, and be ready to write a strong offer, a full price, if not more. Right. And you and I've talked about this before and I tell this to all my clients, a pre-qualification isn't good enough. We need a pre-approval. We need your documents. We need to review your income. We got to make sure we're ready to go because uh, it's, it's going to be the, a lot of times the highest and best offer and, you know, the, right. the shortest contingency and the shortest financing contingency, shortest appraisal contingency, no sales contingency, whatever that looks like. So Nice clean offer. Absolutely. So, you know, it only takes about maybe one time for a buyer to lose out on a home they really liked for them to really... If they didn't really believe me before and then experience it for the first time themselves, it only takes that one time so that next time they know, you know what, when we write this next offer, go ahead and, you know, listen to your realtor's advice about where you should, you should be within your range, of course, of where you're comfortable and also where you're pre-approved. But like you were saying, Jason, you know, the pre-approval is so important I, versus a pre-qual. And I know in multiple offer situations when I represent the seller, if we have multiple offers, I will call each lender from every buyer's pre-approved and I will ask, have you looked at their, you know, doc, have they shown you documents? Have they shown you pay stubs? Have they shown you tax returns? Like how far have you qualified them? And the ones that have had a, you know, deep look into their finances and their, their lender says, yeah, they're like good to go. We can get them qualified in X amount of days. Um, those are the ones that are the strongest buyers. Yeah, this happened last week with someone. I uh, the the selling agent called me, so I, I'm I'm working with the agent that represents the buyer, the list, listing agent. I should say, not selling agent. Sorry, uh, the listing agent calls and says, "Hey, I've got nine offers on this. What can you tell me?" And I said, "Well, you know, I can't tell you a lot, but I will tell you I have all their documents and I have reviewed all their documents and they're pre-approved and I have zero concerns about them and the, and." So anyway, the buyer ends up calling me and saying, I just want to thank you because they said the only reason they went with you or the only reason we got it as opposed to other nine is their conversation with the lender. So it's important. It's really important. And it's important that your realtor and your lender are a team, you know, and I know when you and I have worked together, communication's always been great because just like that listing agent called you, I mean, if they had called another lender and they didn't even pick up the phone, or didn't return a call, guess what? That buyer is probably going to the bottom of the list. <laughs> so, um, and if I see a 1-800 number, I, I kind of know like what that's going to be like versus getting, you right. know, local it's, number to a local. Right. Okay. Well, we're almost out of time. Is there anything else that you want to share with folks out there that are watching? Um, sure. You know, as, um, on the flip side with listing, I just want to say, I know the headlines say seller's market, seller's market, but I, I want sellers to know that homes that buyers are looking for move-in ready homes. So you can't just price your home and think it's going to sell without having to lift a finger. It does take some effort, um, you know, decluttering, cleaning, doing repairs, um, making your home as presentable as possible. Because if your goal is top dollar and the shortest amount of time possible, you do have to do some of the homework um, to get to get in, in that situation. And then lastly, pricing. I mean, don't overprice your home. That's the number one mistake sellers make because they think no matter where they price it, someone's gonna buy it. That's just not true. Sure. Buyers have access to information. Um, and on the internet for, you know, they can look and see what 
similar homes have sold in the neighborhoods, just like a realtor would. And um, buyers have a sense of what's overpriced. And so when they see a home that's A, attractive, move-in ready, and priced accordingly, it really compels them to make that offer. So I always tell sellers, make your home compelling by presenting it, by making sure it's presentable and by pricing it correctly. Those two things together, I mean, you're, you're, you're guaranteed to have a successful sale. You're good. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much. So um, how can folks get in touch with you if they're looking for someone to represent them? So best way to get in touch with me is by calling or texting me. My cell phone is 646-275-9643 or emailing me at martina.negron at harrynorman.com. Thank you. And you can reach me at 404-403-8787 or come learn about me on my website, watersteam.co, it's watersteam.co, not .com, or um, email me at that same address, jason at watersteam.co. And until next time, stay safe and good luck buying or selling your home.